Hello everyone, I'm Gary Hoban and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. Today, we're continuing our series based on the book of Exodus that reveals God's concern for his people. The series is titled, The God Who Reveals Himself in Time of Need. Now, if you're on the Gold Coast any time, feel free to come and join us as we meet together and we share in the word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. And everyone is welcome. More details are available on our website, which is www.refinerylife.org. And today we're discussing the tabernacle. The text we'll work or concentrate on is Exodus 29, 43 through to 46. It says, Therefore I will meet with the Israelites at the tent of meeting. Sorry, and the tent of meeting shall be sanctified by my glory, the Shekinah, the Shekinah, God's dwelling presence. I will sanctify the tent of meeting and the altar of burnt offering. Also I will sanctify Aaron and his sons to serve as priests to me. I will dwell among the sons of Israel and be their God. Verse 46, there shall, they shall know, sorry, from personal experience and acknowledge that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of the land of Egypt so that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. And the scripture we'll work through is Exodus 35, 1 through to Exodus 40, 38. Now, as we get into this here, this is, it's, it's important. You know, a vital part of a military pilot's training is survival. Pilots face the possibility of being shot down and having to eject from their aircraft. In many cases, pilots have had to land in a deserted area where they need to know how to survive in a hostile environment. A survival kit is part of a pilot's basic equipment. And God gave Israel a means of survival. The Israelites were destined to wander the desert from Mount Sinai to the land of Canaan for 40 years. They never would have survived the years of wilderness living had God not accompanied them and watched over them by day and by night. And the tabernacle symbolizes survival. Worship is the survival kit for people in this, this time, in the 21st century. Worship is our survival kit. It helps us cope with the stress of our time. Let's look at some important truths the tabernacle teaches us. The tabernacle symbolizes God's presence. The word tabernacle means dwelling place. In Hebrew, the word come from a word that, word that meant to encamp. And the general view of the Old Testament is that the Lord's permanent dwelling place is in heaven, but he tabernacles with the people. The portable desert tent known as the tabernacle symbolized his presence. And it was God's continual presence. Two defective ideas about God are common among us today. One of these ideas sees God as the creator of the universe who walked away from his creation. The second view 
sees God only as an occasional visitor. He intervenes from time to time in the world's affairs and then withdraws again. The presence of God in the tabernacle suggested God's continued presence, however. The Israelites looked at the tabernacle and were assured that God was eternally present with them. Wherever they went, God went with them. God's comforting presence. Let's let's have a look at that. We all need it. Humans in today's world have the idea that they can survive life by their own strength. You know, just this morning I was talking with someone and they were they didn't attend a Christmas party because they were at church. And it was interesting that someone had asked one of their friends a question and you know, where where was where was this person? And the answer was church. And the person said, well, God must be more important than that than we are for them not to be here with us. People believe that they can live life and survive by their own strength these days. But Israel knew that they could not cope with the dangers of the wilderness without divine help. Each time they looked at the tabernacle, they were comforted to know that God lived with them. And try as we might, we cannot survive in today's world without God's help. We need the Lord who is beyond ourselves. And the tabernacle teaches the precepts of God. The construction of the tabernacle involved intensive preparation. The construction which we see in verses 36, 8 through to 38. The making of the ark and the mercy seat in verses 37, 1 to 9. The making of the table for the shewbread, verses 37, 8, sorry, 10 to 16. The making of the golden lampstand in 37, 17 to 24. The making of the altar of incense, verses 37, 25 to 28. The preparation of the incense, verse 37, 29. The building of the altar, 37, 8, sorry, sorry, 38, 1 to 7. The making of the laver, 38, 8. The erection of the court, 38, 9 to 20. The sewing of the priestly garments, verse 39, 1 to 31. The blessings of the people for their work, 39, 32 through to 43. Even the location of the furnishings in their place are in verses 41 to 33. And the filling of the tabernacle with God's glory in 40, 34 to 38. The construction of the tabernacle involved intense preparation and then there's the instructions of the lord you know it's another important truth that emerges about the tabernacle is that god gave detailed directions and specifications for its construction wasn't just thrown together this was because the lord would use the tabernacle to teach his precepts look at the church this way how many churches are just thrown together that you know, a big church needs a satellite campus, so they choose someone who may or may not have the anointing to lead a church, but they might be a good communicator. There's no preparation there. There's no intense preparation. But the Lord lives within his church. We too must listen carefully to the instructions of the Lord. We must be obedient to the Lord. One of the aspects of the tabernacle construction is the obedience of the people. Moses said in Exodus 35, 4, 
to all the congregation of the sons of Israel. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. From that point onward, until the end of Exodus, we as the readers are amazed to discover the obedience of the people to the precepts of God. The only way to survive in today's world is to discover God's will and to determine to obey him. The tabernacle utilizes the priests of God as well. Attention is given in Exodus to the priests who were to minister at the tabernacle. Chapter 29 is devoted to their ordination. Chapter 39 is devoted to their priestly dress. And there's inward cleansing. The elaborate consecration of the priest recorded in Exodus might cause us to think that this does not apply to us. But it does. Before the priests could be involved in service for God, there was ceremonial washing, there was robing and anointing that were necessary, which suggests that before one could minister, one must first have in their own life the experience through which he sought to lead others. I feel, I'm sorry for the young people out there becoming pastors at the moment, but if you haven't lived life, how can you minister to people? How can you minister what you do not know, what you have not experienced? It saddens me to see where the church may end up if we don't change things. Being a good communicator does not make you a good pastor certainly doesn't make you a good leader. And then there's also outward service. The priests had a variety of functions. They offered sacrifices, they made various offerings for the people, they burned incense, and they preached God's word, not their own watered-down word. They preached God's word. Regardless of what they did, they did it to glorify God and to help people. Every Christian is a priest before God. Revelation 1, 5-6 says, And from Jesus Christ, the faithful and trustworthy witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings of earth, to him who always loves us, and who has once and for all freed us, or washed us from our sins by his own blood, his sacrificial death, verse 6, and formed us into a kingdom as his subjects, priests to his God and Father, to him be the glory and the power and the majesty and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. God uses Christians to minister to others. Survival in today's world depends on Christians being priests. We need to help others and we need to help, oh, sorry, and we need the help that's given to us by others. As we finish up today, we face survival in an alien world. Like Israel of the Bible, we need to discover the worship of God. When we walk with him, we discover his presence, his will for our lives, and his task for us. My challenge for you this week is start walking with him. Discover his presence. Discover his will for your life and the task that he has for you. 
And I want to encourage you, as I do every week, to be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us than we can get from going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for Him. And if you will let Him, He can make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. You're important to God. You know that. But you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal His promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and whatever you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings.